0: Do you feel like it's impossible to cut your debt in half?
1: Are you feeling overwhelmed, stressed, and trapped by your student loan debt or don't even know where to start?
0: We have the event for you.
1: We have collaborated with Pre-PT Grind, Casey, and Josis, to host the most epic event for SPTs and Pre-PTs to come together from around the world all in one place.
0: We are bringing to you the halfway to debt free virtual summit. You can check it out at halfway to debt free. That's halfway to debt free.com. Use the code at checkout to get a massive discount on your tickets to the virtual event.
1: We'll see you August 2nd, 2020 at 10 a.m. Eastern. Can't wait to see you all there. Welcome to Gratitude,
0: the grad school guide for student physical therapists. I'm Gabby. And I'm Sarah. And we are two physical therapy students on our journey to get that DPT debt free.
1: And our vision for you is to get through PT school on your first try without any debt.
0: Join us as we navigate through the insanity of physical therapy school together.
1: Welcome everyone to another episode of Gratitude, and we are live in our Student Physical Therapist Network group Facebook page, so come and join us if you want to see us live um, after clinic, after lab, you see (laughs) see, uh, everything, Um, but yeah, so we're going to talk about all the things today, but before we get to that, Sarah, how has your week been?
0: Ooh, every time you ask me this, it's like a surprise. Like I have to prepare for it again. (laughs) I'm not prepared. Uh, This week was week three out of four of lab immersions. So we have been making up all the lab stuff we've missed since March. So from March 22nd until today is July 31st, uh, we have been making up all the things for the last couple of weeks. So this week was C-spine, we're doing all the cervical spine, a little bit of the T-spine, um, going through like the OA, AA, passive range of motion, passive physiologic, you know, all that stuff. So I actually, my T-spine feels really good this week from practicing some of the T-spine minips. Um And I have a comp tomorrow at 8 a.m., which is Saturday. For those of you listening on, listening on Sunday, I don't know why you're not here live. You can see Gabby and I matching today. <laughs> I got to scoot over. There we go. (laughs) But, Gabby, what have you been up to this week?
1: Yeah, so this is week three done for my full time clinical rotation in person. And this is um, the end of week three, starting into week four uh, of seven. So, I have seven weeks of clinical, and so far it's been going really well. I have been um, definitely more confident. And especially with my patient education and just explaining things on layman's terms, it's just, when you think about it in your head, you're like, okay, how can I teach this to my patient? And they're going to understand it. So just going through that, going through eval. So it's been really, really cool. And knowing that, um, you know, you are capable of doing all of this and you won't just like blank out. You might have to take a moment. You might have to consult with your CI during an eval, but that's okay. Like that's what clinicals are meant for to learn. And I have just learned so much over the last three weeks. And I know I will um, for the upcoming uh, next few weeks as well.
0: And you don't have to commute commute much longer.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's the other thing. Shout out to all of my commuters out there because I don't know, especially during PT school, I don't know how you did it. Um, because my commute is about 40. Well, it is 40 minutes right now. And it's just, it takes a toll, but next one will be a lot better in regards to commute.
0: Oh yeah. I'm excited for you to get to that one. And I'm curious to hear. So before we start, the point of today's episode is not to just rip on all the precautions and all of that, that are going on right now. This is to just point out that, we all need to be working together to get through this pandemic together in the safest way we possibly can together. And I can't say together enough because that's the whole point of this. Right. And so Gabby, for your clinical, what did you have to do? I guess, did you have to like get tested? Did you you have to get a COVID test before you started clinic? Did you have to get your temperature or questionnaire or what are all the stuff that you have to do?
1: Yeah. So for me, I did not have to get a COVID-19 test. Um, However, before clinical started, I wanted to see if I like had the antibody, but it was negative, so we're all good. I did that voluntarily on my own, but um, for clinical, I did have to fill out like a COVID-19 sheet making sure and signing a document saying I haven't traveled, like no one's sick in my family. I haven't been exposed to anyone. Um, so my program put that in place. And then in regards to clinical, we do temperature checks, um, for, for patients and especially if they're like coming from work, that's a big thing. And, um, I know, I think the surveys are going to be coming out again. Um, I like haven't, I haven't been hearing much about that, at least where I am right now. Um, but I think that's going to change as precautions become more strict. So yeah, that's just what I've had to do. And obviously if you have symptoms, like stay home, they just tell everybody that including ourselves, if we're feeling like a cold, like just stay home.
0: Yeah. And it's for everybody's safety. And uh, I know you didn't have class, like in the midst of all this. So you don't necessarily have that experience, but if you guys are on live, thanks for hopping on Chanel. Thanks for hopping on Matt. Uh, we are curious to hear what are the precautions that you guys have, whether it's for work, whether it's for school, whether it's for clinic, um, whatever it is that you're doing, um, what do you guys have to do? Do you have the face mask? Do you have the face shield? Do you have to wear gloves? Do you wear a gown? I don't know if anyone's gone to the dentist during this, but I feel like I was entering like some kind of astronaut thing because they have the whole, uh, the whole gown and gloves and mask and face shield. And it's like very intense feeling, but I felt very safe because of course they have all those things and then we're as far apart as we can get from everyone, except for that dentist, of course, but
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's funny. No, it's true though. Um, but what about you, Sarah, with your program? especially now that you're back in person in labs, how has that been um, with really setting precautions in place?
0: Yeah, so I'm gonna say the biggest fear for me at least going back to campus is that the rest of the class would not actually follow the precautions outside of lab. And I'm not here to say one way or the other, whether that has or has not happened for me specifically, I'm curious to hear what it is for you guys, but the point of these precautions. So initially they had, the professors spent hours making this plan. Like, so we were all safe. So we wouldn't be like cross, like, I don't know, just spreading all the germs and all these things. Even if nobody feels sick, the scary thing is you could have it and not know for 10 days. We're only on campus for a few weeks. If you had it for those 10 days, and we're only wearing your mask in lab, and we're only doing things that the professors said we had to do, quote unquote, in lab, and then not doing it outside of lab, you're still putting everyone else in danger in your class, for your professors, for your future patients, especially because we go out on clinicals right after this. So we were supposed to initially, the professor's big plan was, you know, we spaced out all the tables, the practice, the treatment tables for lab. Uh, There's little tape on the floor of like where the tables should be. And then there's tables with X's on them where you should not be. And then uh, the professor who is there for labs has one person be the model. um, So that we're not like all going up and being models and, you know, doing that kind of stuff. And we're supposed to have the same partner each week. And people who have been living together are paired together. Um, We have the little survey before. They're like, have you been traveling? Have you had a fever? Have you had a cough? Those kinds of things. Every time we go into lab and the temperature checks every time we go into lab. Um, And then you have to wear a mask. And the face shield was only for, we did TMJ. So we put the, we had face shields. We put them on when we took the mask off briefly to do TMJ stuff.
1: Got it. Yeah. I feel like a lot of programs are doing that and just really, because we have to be able to practice our manual skills and you're going to have to palpate and still be like close enough to someone. And so just making sure all those are met and especially having those surveys too of um, doing that and we, we also want to talk about if anybody has seen our Instagram story, definitely check it out because, um, if you look, we've been sharing, um, you know, the poll responses and the answers, but we just want to just re really re- reiterate that really make the choice that's going to be best for you have your family in the forefront of your mind, have your future patients in the forefront of your mind. And yes, it sucks right now that we're not able to travel. We're not able to see friends like Sarah and I are feeling you. We were supposed to be in Florida. Um, well, Sarah's going to Florida for clinical, but, um, things have changed and you really just, it's hard, but you have to take that responsibility because in the back of your head, if you're like, Oh, you know, I'm just, I'm, Like, iffy about if I should go to travel, like one state ahead to visit my friend. um, It's not going to be that bad. But the reality is, if you're still really uneasy about it, you shouldn't go because this time right now is just so crucial. And if anything happened, then just think of how that would feel for you. And you wouldn't want to contract anything or spread the virus when if you're asymptomatic so really just be responsible and we just want to reiterate it because um, whether we have seen it or not um, we've been hearing about it especially from students who've been reaching out to us and asking us questions about um, all of this going on
0: can I share with you guys those of you who missed our stories they're not gone yet you can still go look at them for a little while can I share some of this with you guys is that okay? Please do. Okay. Yeah. She's like, yes, please do. <laughs> she just got back from clinic and didn't know what she walked into. I went a little crazy on the stories. Um, so first question I put up there was with the pandemic right now, what are your program precautions? I put like the options were mask distance, small groups, or just a mask. And actually I was surprised 14% of you have just a mask as your safety right now. I was very surprised by that Um, and some of you have the full gown and mask and gloves and everything and we have seen all kinds of different precautions and of course it's going to vary per state but um, we just want to point out like what's really happening and the next question I put up what are your classmates actually doing and 60 60% of you said your classmates are still going out without a mask. I'm internally screaming right now. <laughs> triggered. Triggered. I'm very triggered. Guys, wearing a mask is not a personal choice. This, this is a requirement because of the people you're protecting on the other end. Okay. And I love what somebody had said. I forget who said this. I think it was Paula. I don't know if you saw this, Gabby. But she was explaining to her son why he needs to cover his nose when he wears a mask. Did you see that? Do you know what I'm going to say? <laughs> I don't know if you guys have heard this. She explained to him, when you put your pants on, you pull them up all the way, don't you? <laughs> Except she used, you know, the an- anatomy terms. <laughs> she said, you cover everything, don't you? You wouldn't want that sticking out, right? <laughs> and so he understood. So then he covered his, he covers his nose <laughs> when he puts a mask on. I thought that was so funny I just died I'm imagining telling a child like (laughs) trying to explain why you pull the mask over your nose cover it okay
1: yeah that's been a big thing reiterate it to your patients especially when they're wearing it because they like to yes if you're working hard but make sure you put it back on not just like under your nose that's happened a lot and I look at my patients and I just like I'm like Nah. Like, you need oh to- yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hand signal. <laughs> yeah. They're like, Oh, okay. They're like, I know. I just hate it. I was like, we all do. Trust me.
0: <laughs> it's not pleasant, but it doesn't mean that you can just choose to not do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. What would you do if everyone was just wearing their pants, not pulled up all the way? Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's great.
0: Okay. Then the other thing on the story We have gotten many messages like this one, but I wanna share these two messages in particular. This one was from a PT student who said, three of my classmates just tested positive for COVID after 30 of them were at a party together. Three, zero, 30. And then I said, I asked, okay, so have you guys had classmates? Have you or your classmates tested positive for COVID? And the percentages for that was ridiculous. Almost half of you said your classmates have tested positive. Five zero fifty percent.
1: And this is just from going to a party now. There were over 15 people, like probably in tight quarters, not wearing a mask, because you're like, oh, these are my classmates. They're okay, they're healthy. I don't need to wear a mask around them. Unless we go out. And this was probably a house party. And then look what happens. So just, I know everybody wants to get with their, cl- get together with their classmates. And like I said earlier, it is tough, but make sure that you are responsible. And, you know, if you want it, like it doesn't mean you can't see people, but we, you know, the limit of people that can't be in a group. And I think right now, correct. I believe it's over, like,
0: it depends no more than on the 50- state. Yeah. Yeah, it depends on the state. And of course, things are going to change. But if you were to contract COVID, would you be able to do the contact tracing? That's a question you need to ask yourself. If I were to get it, would I know where I got it from? True. And this other message we got from a different student, she said, there was a bunch of med students. This is not unique to PT school. This is not unique to, you know, I just am mind blown. We are supposed to be healthcare professionals. I know this episode is like not necessarily a fun episode, but this is something that is a massive problem right now. And we all need to take this more seriously to keep our patients safe, to keep us safe, to keep our families safe, our professors safe, our classmates safe in order to keep going and become great physical therapists or physicians or pharmacy pharmacists, (laughs) whatever it may be. So this message was from a PT student about her med student friends. They had a party on the 4th of July um, and all 40, four zero of them tested positive.
1: Think about that. That's crazy.
0: Think about how that has to set them back now. You think any hospital is gonna easily take them?
1: Nope. nope. Imagine you have to quarantine. You have to make sure like all of your symptoms are completely gone. And imagine like, you really want that talk from your program director or your program saying, we laid out everything. You signed a contract saying you wouldn't you know, get together in, in big groups and travel out of state you sign that contract and then if you just break it thinking oh like it's not a big deal i'm just gonna sign this and but you're thinking nothing's gonna nothing's going to happen to me because you're you think you're invincible you feel like oh i haven't been sick for x amount of years i'm not gonna contract this thing but here we are getting messages from all of you and it's real it's not just something that is right now it's not going away we don't know when this end is in sight and we just want to reiterate this because uh <laughs> oh, we don't like to have this talk with all of you but you know it's it's the reality right now of the world that we're living in and the world that we're in during PT school and so the big just takeaway from this is be smart be responsible think about your closest family members, patients, everyone. And we will get through this together. It's just, you have to be patient. And this is not forever. There will be a time when you'll, you're going to be able to get together with friends and travel. Uh, but we just want to let you know, like, this is just what we've been hearing from the story that we put up and this was the response that we wanted to share.
0: And we know many of you are working so hard to work together to get through this. And we appreciate that a lot. We appreciate those of you who are out there, like reminding people of the situation that we're in. We're not here to try to scare all of you. We're just here to be realistic and say, wave two is coming right now. Like it's coming soon. Um, if you think that this is <laughs> ending soon, I'm sorry to say it's not. And this may very likely affect your clinicals. This may very likely affect your graduation. This may very likely affect a lot of things, but we're all here trying to get through this together. And if your white coat, for example, has been canceled or is like remote now, the point of that is to keep all of you safe. The point of that is not to then go behind the professor's back or the director's back and say, actually, we're still going to all get together and quote unquote social distance.
1: Mm, That's that's something that I've heard. (laughs) Quote, unquote, social distance. Do you think there's really going to be social distancing and masks on? Just think about it.
0: That's all we got for today, guys. So we hope that if you got anything from this episode, we are getting through this together. I know it is shitty. It straight up sucks a lot especially if your clinic is, or your clinical is canceled last minute, or you have to go to different clinical, and then you have to find different housing. And then, you know, just things happen and things are going to continue happening that are out of everybody's control It is not in the control of your director. It is not in the control of your clinic, clinical um, advisor or director or whoever, it's not in their control. I just want to point that out because it can be very easy to look at them and blame them and be like, why aren't you doing more? And I am here to say they are doing absolutely everything that they can, even if it doesn't seem like it.
1: Shout out to all of the clinical education, DCEs, SCCEs, all of the staff working the so hard. CIs. Oh my gosh. Yes. Literally everybody with clinical education, just Send them a quick message and a quick email saying how much you appreciate them because they are going through so much right now to be in compliance, to give you all the updates. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I like props to everyone on that team because they are just working their butts off.
0: Next week, we'll have to have a fun episode. But we had, this had to be said. This is not a usual episode for us, but I have been so extremely triggered this entire week in last couple of weeks and so has Gabby and we've been receiving a lot of messages from you and one of you is so funny, you were like yes, call out the students and I was like, yes <laughs> we are all here trying to do this together, okay keep that in mind in everything you do guys be safe, wear a mask keep your patients safe, keep yourself safe and let's get it together. We'll see you
1: next week
0: bye guys
1: bye <laughs>
0: Thanks for listening to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists.
1: If you like our show and want to know more, check out our Instagram and Facebook page linked in the description.
0: Looking for a gift for a friend, classmate, professor, co-host of a podcast, or really anyone?
1: Physio Memes got your back with apparel, drinkware, and home decor. And if you go to physiomemes.com, you can get a 20% off coupon with the code GRATITUDE, spelled G R A D I T U D E 220.
0: And don't forget to check out his social media for a good study break laugh.
1: As always, make life humorous.